right, welcome back to Walk-Ins. Welcome, Nick Horde. I'm back, Michael Ray. I'm glad to have you back. I feel like it has been a hot minute. (laughs) We had uh, a lightning round in the last episode, if you were able to go back and listen. Uh, I can't remember what I talked about, but it was only about five or six minutes long. Um, Here's what I've learned about that, Michael. When you're not in here, I talk fast. Yeah, and and it's fun just to have conversations, right? It is. We can dig into something. You'll bring up a point. Um, but I'm glad you're listening to Walk-Ins. Welcome. It's a podcast all about helping uh, the medical practices, patient care facilities triple their revenue through digital marketing services and exceptional patient experience. I thought Michael was going to come back with me on that. But I'm he did sorry. Not. I've been on vacation. I don't know <laughs> what I'm thinking. I, when I say it's been a hot minute, I think y'all have recorded two or three episodes since I've been recording. So. No doubt. I've had I've had one of our team members, Devin, stepped in and helped. Hope you enjoyed that. That episode was all about negative reviews. Yeah. And uh we had a we had a Ron. Hey Ron was yeah. I was part of that one. But, you were on that one. But and that's a pretty interesting one because there's <laughs> there's a lot of changes coming in HIPAA compliance. If you haven't listened to that one yet, go take a listen because it, it's a little scary. Yeah. A little scary. But but no, so we decide, hey, we are 37 episodes in now so that's a whole lot of content to talk about and so he's like what, what do people care about so we went back and looked y'all really liked us talking about seo search engine optimization some things that you can do about it so we made you a list i have a feeling i know why oh yeah yeah in the urgent care space alone mm-hmm. over well over 75 percent of the searches that 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 have oh, yeah. energy like most of that business that comes through happened due to a Google search. Yeah. Well, I was even uh, looking through our reporting software because we're always looking to ways to improve everything in our company. And I was I was looking at one of our top performing urgent cares. In the past 30 days, they had 650 calls uh, off of Google. That y'all think about organic that. Organic calls, SEO calls, 650. And this is not a 10 location urgent exactly. care. This is one location. Right. 650 calls. Think about that number. I mean, there's a good chance if you're a busy urgent care, you get more than that as a whole. But think about adding that to your business. It was just when you're talking about how important SEO is like that alone, if we didn't do anything else for them, they would still do so well. So if you don't know what SEO is, go back a few episodes, do a search list on Walk-Ins Welcome. I think it was like episode 16 was Yeah, it was 20 episodes ago where where we walked through what is SEO and how it applies to urgent cares and medical facilities. But today we wanted to talk about five major ranking factors I wrote for Googles. (laughs) For the Google. For the the old Google. No, for Google. Uh, So uh, let me, let me spit them out there, but let me start by saying there are more than five. These are more than five. These are just ones that, I think these are ones that just never change. Right. These, yeah. They've been consistently a thing. Well, some of the reasons that I had picked these five, which I'm about to tell you what they are, are because these have been prioritized in the recent months, mm-hmm. right? These aren't, they've always been a factor, but now Google is giving them more weight than they have in the past. Um, so we thought it would be important to let you know what they are yep. and talk a little bit of detail. Here's what they are, one through five. One, high quality content. Two, backlinks. We'll talk about that. Three, your website load speed. Four is your user experience. A lot of times you'll see it uh, labeled as UX. Yeah, I've ever seen that. So user experience and then five mobile first. So, uh, Michael, let's dig right into it. The first one is high quality content. So you were talking to me not too long ago about how Google's getting smarter and smarter. Talk yeah. about that for just a second and why that, how that's relevant to content. Yeah. So now, okay, so 
let's think about Google as a whole. Originally, you know, it was just looking for keywords and looking for things on your website that were relative to a search term. Well, now Google can dig deeper and say, is this real content, not just keyword, keyword stuff content? So we've talked about this in the past, but quality content is a whole lot better than quantity content. We've learned that you know, if we put 100 blogs on your site today, it is not as effective as taking the 100 blogs and spreading out over time. And also five top quality high-end blogs versus 100 whatever blogs is a huge difference. Right. Like Google is, look, Google, if I, I, the way I've explained to people, Google is a college professor. Your website is that research paper. And the more original your content is and the more referencing that you do when you do reference, to make sure it's correctly linking back to whomever, the better grade you get from Google when it comes to content. Just think about that. The last time you wrote a research paper, an ADA or a, was an MLA com compliant uh, piece of uh, research, how much original was it? How What was your grade? Were you copy pasting? It's not going to work. Google knows when you copy paste. Google right. knows so fast. <laughs> Please don't copy paste. <laughs> are you citing your sources? Yeah. Are you actually doing proper uh, referencing? Yeah. Like, are you actually linking back to people? Like, that's the thing. So, it is. So, if, if a college professor is going to grade your paper, if Google is going to grade your content, mm -hmm. it's going to grade it on originality, mm -hmm. uniqueness of the content. Like if there's a thousand blogs about what to do for a COVID shot, mm -hmm. you're not going to stay. It's not, it may be, it may be original that you wrote it, but it's not unique. Yep. Right. Um, is it valuable? Is it service serving a purpose to the people who would be reading that? Um, you'll know that based on the amount of traffic that it brings into it. I tell you, it's amazing uh, when we write blogs. Every time we end up writing a blog, that's about like the city and what you can like do in the city for, with that particular uh, client. Like we're here in Birmingham. I remember certain blogs we wrote like five top things to do in Birmingham because this was for uh, like a what was it an apartment complex top blog. Mm -hmm. People went to it. People went to it just as much as the homepage because it was relevant to them. Right. So. And is it current? Yeah. So content has a shelf life. It does. And sometimes you can cycle that shelf life a little bit. You can. We're, <laughs> we're literally doing it right now in this episode. <laughs> Top five things in 2022. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but the whole point is, is we did an SEO episode, but these are some major ranking factors. Yep. So um, let me give you a little bit of scale here. Start at 750 words. Yep. End at 1,250 words. Anywhere in there is going to be a good keyword count right? and, and proper headings in between yes use an image uh link somewhere like don't just give some text and never link it like there's some key points inside of that um and make it real yeah. so i'm gonna give you a little insights on how to construct this onto a website what is original original is your company mm -hmm. let's write about your company somewhere on there and the things that your company offers. What what is unique? Well, that's an about us page. Yep. Well constructed. Uh, all the all the the reasons, the what behind the why. Like, what is it about your urgent care that's a separator from other urgent cares, from other um, practices, medical practices, the, the services that you offer. That's the valuable, right? Yeah. Like, don't just list. I do flu shots right talk about it but michael i don't mm. want to write that content over and over again so the <laughs> current content would be the blog oh yeah right exactly. so having a blog that you're updating regularly with fresh content mm -hmm. so 
hitting that original, unique, valuable, current content can all be done and structured the proper way without you having to reinvent the wheel all the time. It's amazing. Sometimes we can write blogs about a service that you offer and basically kind of apply it in a different format, essentially, right. and make it sound different. But, but no, and the reason why this is important, because Google wants to serve up the most relevant search, uh, results to the, to the search. And so if you have a website that's regular being updated and it's localized to your area and it's talking about real content and it's just an overall, and we'll talk about experience, user experience in a minute, but that's how you start to win because that's why like you know, your local newspaper website still rank pretty well because mm-hmm. if they're putting out regular content every day, that's local. So I mean, if you if you ever type in anything, it's always a national news site followed by the local whatever site because that's how people that's how Google recognizes that's relevant information. It's not the the website that updates once a year like that rarely shows that's up. That's not going to happen. No. All right. Well, let's go to the next one. Number two is backlinks. Um, so I only threw this in here. I really wanted to put stuff into this top five major ranking list of things that you could go apply today yourself. Mm-hmm. This is going to be one of them that really isn't something that you could do. <laughs> it's like you can do it and I want you to do it, but this requires effort. It requires outreach. It requires thoughtfulness, consistency. consistency. So what is a backlink? Michael, I'm just going to ask you in the most plain term, what is a backlink? It's a link back to your website. <laughs> That's it. It's reverse the term, link back. So literally, when you ever been to a, a website, right, here's old school. Back in the day, you had uh, bank websites that had a local community page, if you remember this, mm-hmm. and on it had a library website, a local city government website. So those were literal links from that bank site to those. So that that library got a backlink from a bank. Um, and so what we're saying here is you need to get those type of links back to your site because that is showcasing that Google's like, oh, People like this. They want this, but um, but it's hard. Like, where do I start? Is it effective? Do I, how many do I need? Right? There's so many layers to backlink, and that's why you're saying it's it's a DIY, but with a asterisk sign. <laughs> so, so I'll start with with easy easy to get high authority. Mm-hmm. All right, posting an article that you wrote on Twitter. That links back to your website. So yep. with the URL back to your blog on your website. Yep. So let's just say that these are the five factors of a common cold. Mm-hmm. Um, today, we're going to discuss common cold XYZ. You can find about it right here. You post that on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you want to post that on. And then you link it back to the blog. That That's easy, high authority. Yep. All right. Now, there's also easy, low authority. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's easy, low authority is posting your blog on your website. Yeah. Like well, that's well, that's easy but it has no authority. Or pay this $5 to <laughs> yeah, right. to to put the push your web your link to all, all these places. Right. Uh and then all of a sudden you get spammed. <laughs> right. So uh the, Google is easy high authority. So taking your Google creating a Google post on your Google business listing or creating the Google website and linking back to your site inside right. the Google website. <laughs> right. Now, here is fairly easy, costs some money, has good backlink authority because it's directory listings. And that's going through like a Yext or a Bright Local 
to get your directory listings done. That's good. That's going to be fairly easy. It's going to have a cost attached to it and it's going to put you out there on several websites linking back to you. But, and the caveat to that is it's something that has to ongoing because those services need to be replenished monthly or that directory kicks you out or it goes away and you have to add a new one or whatever. Um, And just to kind of give you an idea of a directory, like the most basic way I could describe one, let's say you're part of a chamber and then you put your information on the chamber directory and it links back to your website. That's like the most simple version I could think of. Right. Uh, But that's just one. And what we know, and what we know, is that the more uh, industry-specific directories you can get on, the better you you are most of the time. Right. Plus the now the gold standards though. Here's some quick uh, advice: whatever your Google listing says needs to say the same thing everywhere else. If you start putting like your name in one version on Google and then put it on a different version on somewhere else you start losing because it it, in Google's eyes, you're not the same. Right. And you're confusing it. Right. Google's smart and stupid at the same time. (laughs) I can have conversations (laughs) about that. Um, Last one is, is difficult to get on with high authority. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's outreaching to companies like WebMD, ZocDoc, um, doctors.com. Like these are the type of places where you wrote really, really good engaging content on your website and they publish it on theirs and backlink to your website. Now that is some of the best backlinking you can do. And that is where you need high, highly skilled, either your marketing agency, somebody like our marketing agency, um, somebody on staff full time that is sending emails and requesting an opportunity to be uh, featured on a blog. Um, those are your high quality backlinks. So I wanted to mention this because of how important it is, mm-hmm. but I also know how difficult it is. So I don't want to take away from that. I was say that and now there's a hack and probably to think about this, but uh, if you're a doctor, you graduated probably from a very respectable college, which has a .edu website. .edu websites are pretty high end. Like anything that you can. So here's the hack. You graduate from there. They want you as the in their alumni, right? Mm-hmm. Can you write a article or a paper, have them post it on their .edu website and make sure they backlink to your company that you work for or you own? There's a super high quality backlink that's very difficult to get across because .edus don't necessarily sell that. Michael, have you done that with uh, UAB yet? No, we should we should think about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm but feed you some medicine real quick. But what I can remember though, if you remember the local uh, physical therapy company we worked with for a while, mm-hmm. and they had over a million backlinks from this Olympics thing because they sponsored it. That's right. And it and we told them we can't get any better than that. Right. And they they acknowledged it. Like, yeah, we know. <laughs> hey, at least we'll tell you the truth. Yeah. All right. Let's keep the episode going. Michael, tell me about website loading speed. We've spent a recent amount of time getting this, like to the degree we switched our servers over completely. Yeah. Okay. So website loading speed. So here's the thing. Uh, go do a search for Google website speed. Uh, the There's a tool out there, or website audit speed. There's a tool. You put in your website address. It gives you a score. It gives you a mobile score and a desktop score. It gives you green, yellow, and red. Uh, green is basically, is it 89 or 90 plus yep. uh, to 100? And to give you perspective, Google.com doesn't always score 100. Like they get right. like 99s. 
our that a year ago they said website speed is going to become a thing and we're like oh crap we should get ahead of that so we did most of our sites at that time were hitting like 50s and 60s so then we made an effort and now all of our sites are in 88 plus and most of them are in the greens now but it makes a difference here's why it it really boils down to the um, experience of it because I would say what 80% of our, of our world is on their phone. Yeah. And so if it, if think about this audience, if you're trying to load a website on your phone and it's not loading within like two seconds, you're saying, well, that's broken or something's wrong on my phone, or I'm just going to swipe backwards and try a different link and move on. That's where website speed matters because it all ties into the user experience, which we'll talk about in just a second. But here's the problem. If your website is currently on Squarespace or Wix or a lot of these pre-done platforms, uh, no control. You have no control. Whatever speeds you get, you really can't improve other than simply uh, compressing down images and getting rid of content. Right. And doing that can also hurt you. So that's why like these DIY platforms are great to start with. But very, if you ever notice, very, very few well-established companies keep that. They move on to a WordPress or some type of custom whatever. We're a WordPress shop. We do that because we have the ultimate control without being overly complicated. Uh, but no, it makes a huge difference. And it takes five seconds to get the score, but it may take months to get the get it up. <laughs> right, right. Um, there's been some that have been pretty good. I mean, we we do a lot of web work with Wix. Yeah. But even still, it is not our long-term goal. That is, I can't afford to do, or I don't want to make the investment to do a full build out of the website. Mm-hmm. So we're going to use one of these builders. They do a really good job of selling you looks. Um, yep. They look and good. they are pretty. They're like Some of them are very nice looking. They're easy to use. But here's the problem. They're not made for, for the, they're not made for extended use and my that's my that's my humble but accurate opinion nine times out of ten if we're picking up an seo client and their website is on a platform like that you're highly encouraging them to let us rebuild it mm-hmm. uh, because we're probably either going to struggle or just have an uphill battle trying to get the rankings done so about it. so just keep that in mind if you guys have an existing website out there go ahead and look at the idea of being a custom but not to be by us but if i was going to say Whoever you go with, WordPress is the gold standard. It's not perfect, but and generally speaking from SEO world, it's easy to update, easy to manipulate, and we can make it fast. That simple. Nice. But anyway, all right. So that was number three. Number four, user experience. User experience means a lot of things, but essentially it boils down to when somebody clicks to your website, is it exactly what they expected? And then they get the information they wanted and very quickly without any question of what's going on. So when we make this, uh, when we talk about websites, we talk about cut of the screen. So cut of the screen is like that first image that you see when your website loads. And that could be an image with some text and some call to action. If they can't see what they're needing in that first cut, you're starting to lose. Yep, already. Already starting to lose. And then... Go a little bit deeper. Are they getting stuck on like are they just hitting your homepage like nope and they hop off of it? So that's called bounce rate. They're migrating that to engagement rate and things like this, mm-hmm. but essentially it's bouncing where you want more people to go to more places on your website, not just one page. Now there are exceptions to the rule. Like if you have a homepage that has schedule appointment now and it goes to a clockwise md.com. 
That's technically a bounce because right. there was no additional step in your website. Can't control that. That's an exception to the rule. But is it exactly what they need? Are they hopping too deep? Are they having to go four pages deep to get to the one thing that everybody wants? There's all these different things that are going. They have something called a rank brain that Google uses. That's where it's literally understanding how people interact with your website. So mm-hmm. not just on SEO, Google ads has the same thing. Google ads user experience uh, is a key factor in how you, well you rank with your ads. Like it's not just uh, about SEO. Like it's a whole thing. And it all boils back down. If you have to simplify all this, it's simply Google wants that a good experience because if they can't get a good experience for their 90% of the world's traffic, <laughs> they're losing. That's right. Because they make money off ads and, and they can't make money off ads and nobody's using that platform. So they're so particular about making sure it's a good experience. And you ask yourself, I have a website. It's perfect. Nobody has issues. All right. No, go, go get your cousin that's never been to your website. Say, hey, go to my website. Go schedule an appointment. And if you see them struggling, it's a bad experience. That's actually really good advice. Like, like, go schedule an appointment. And like, uh, where do I go? If they say, where do I go? You have a problem. Yep. Stop there. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is not easy enough. If you go to our websites, it is very easy to get into our calendar. Yeah, you want to schedule. Sometimes a, a little too easy. Yeah. <laughs> like I need to put a, a, another couple of filters in there. Yeah, so. we have a couple of spammers that like to hit us. <laughs> we do. <laughs> no doubt. And they're like, yeah, delete. But uh, but no, that's what it boils down to. And then if you're if you're like, oh, no, I have a great bounce rate. Um, well, how long are they spending on your site? Are they spending like 10, 15 seconds, which is good and bad? Or are they diving in a little bit deeper if they're diving in deep now you can start looking at their journey are they spending time on your different services now you can go deeper and say okay people love this service i need to talk more about it and then that goes back to your high quality content they're all related bonus software for you while we're sitting on this topic is go to hotjar um, hotjar is really cool i think it's hotjar.com it could be hotjar.ai it, just google hotjar you'll know what i'm talking about and what it does is you, I believe it's a plugin you install yep. or or, or mm-hmm. something to that level. But what it does is it tracks what people are doing on your website and it gives you a heat map of what's going on. And a heat map is essentially you have a hot and cold right. where people moving, like they know where the mouse is going. They know where your clicks are going. So you may see on your analytics, oh, I had a thousand people or 10% click to my whatever page on this heat map, you can physically see which way they got to it. Mm-hmm. And then you can start to see where people are disappearing. Like they quit caring or they're bouncing here or they're going here and then they don't know where to go next. Right. Cause that's the thing. Yep. So that'll be, that'll be a great way for you to improve your user experience. Oh yeah. And, and I think a good simple comparison, like error, this is something that we run into a website. I want a really cool looking website. That's beautiful and different. There's a line there. We you can't. It's kind of like you, or do you want to keep making money? It's kind of like a car where you can have a beautiful car, but if the steering wheel and the gas pedal and the the brake pedal aren't in the same general area, people won't like it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So go get in one of those 1930s cars and see if you like. Yes, yeah, you're going to hop right out. Of it. That's right. <laughs> you'll be like, I don't know what to do. All right. Last thing, number five is to have a mobile first website. All right. So. Mm-hmm. Michael, I started the company, I have maintained the company, and we will continue to build it this way unless something crazy happens to where we don't build websites. What do we build? Mobile first. High converting. High converting mobile first. Mobile first, high converting websites. That's what we want to do. So um, we have always asked our designers, when you go to bat and you start working on a website, I want to know what it looks like on your mobile phone. 
It looks beautiful on the desktop. That's great. I want to know what it looks like on the mobile phone. I will make all of my edits on the mobile. You've seen me build out a couple of websites where I go straight into mm. to mobile version and I'll start arranging that way. And then I'll actually fix the desktop because I care more about what it's going to look like on your handheld device mm. because well over 70% of the searches happen on your hand handheld device. Yeah, and, and it kind of goes back to you can only make a website so sexy on a three inch wide screen. That's right. <laughs> like That's right. You, you really, cause you, you guys have all seen these like sites that animate things that fly in and do all this It's really cool. It's a terrible experience on the phone. If you go, if you're not convinced, go to your major social media platforms on your phone. Think about how focused that content is mm. and it's image heavy. It's simple. It's little chunks at a time. Mm -hmm. It's not overwhelming. It's not super. Nobody wants to sit and read a paragraph on their phone. Nobody. They want to read a sentence or a couple of words and then an engagement of some sort. And then that's it. Like that's sure. just people. I, I Even though we spend hours on our phone, we're looking at for entertainment purposes and just whatever. Not I need something now. Or you throw your phone against the wall. I've done that a few times. Like, I'm out. <laughs> Don't think I've ever thrown my phone against the wall. But I have dropped it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the wall on the floor, right? That's what we're talking about. There you All go. Right. <laughs> Look, um, let me recap. One, high quality content. Two, backlinks. Mm. Three, website load speed. Four, user experience on your website. Five, a mobile first website. Design for a mobile device. Design to convert. Yep. Yep. And if y'all did these five things consistently, which takes you a lot of time, by the way, you will have increases in rankings. No doubt. Period. Like I, it may not get you to page one, but it will get you moving in the right direction. Right. Guaranteed. So. Well, we have lots of future episodes around helping you rank better and get found on the internet and start converting uh, patient clicks into patient care. That's and on be on the lookout. We are looking at some rebranding right now. We are. Yeah. So urgent care marketing pros is spreading its wings a little bit. So right. be on the lookout for that coming soon. We'll have an episode to talk about it. Right. But uh, probably next three episodes, we'll have something to talk about. Yeah. And we have a ton of interviews lined up. We even have a 27 location urgent care that's going to talk to us, which is exciting. Fantastic. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to get their perspective. Yeah, because that's a different ball game, right? When you're not two, you're not one, you're not 10, but you're over 20. Hey, there's, I, I would be willing to bet with few exceptions, please uh, write in if I'm wrong. You would much rather have more urgent cares than less urgent cares. Like you want to grow that way. Yeah. That's been the experience uh, of all the people that we've worked with. Every one of them want to grow in a multi-location. Yep. And, and because once they get that model figured out, they just start repeating it and start filling in the doctors. And then you got yourself a, a working model as well. Well, man, I've enjoyed it. It's been yeah. another great episode. I oh, want to yeah. thank you uh, for listening to us uh, at Walk-Ins Welcome. I want to ask you uh, with a nice call to action, please leave us a review. Um, we need to know what you think. We want to get better and we want to be able to serve you well in the marketing space. So leave us a review. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to talk with us directly, reach out to hello at urgentcaremarketingpros.com. Yep. And uh, we're happy to respond to those emails and uh, help you in any way that we can. And if you like us, tell somebody. And if you hate us, tell more. <laughs> That's the way it works. That's right. That's how it goes. <laughs> All, right. All right, Michael, appreciate you, buddy. Y'all have a good one. See you, on the next one. To you soon. Thanks. <laughs>